You guys gonna hit the intro? Welcome to the LNFFA pod pant pantless podcast. We're joined by our <laughs> Hey, stop it. <laughs> We're joined by Miguel, our co-host. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. Pat and figure guns are out and ready to go. Today we are joined by our guest Jason. Say hi to the people, Jason. Hey, what's up, everybody? We brought Jason on because he is facing Victor this week. How do you feel facing the? the also, because pattern? because he's a swell guy, George. How about that? How about he's a swell guy? We brought him in because we want to talk to the new league member, Fantasy. That as well. Yeah, I, I like that swell guy. I appreciate that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> average. All right, we're gonna get right into things with a pre or recap of last week's action first game up is me versus luis god my team sucks guys did you win george no oh sorry no i lost i lost by a lot <laughs> i mean you're like two weeks away from mccaffrey coming back so no he's gonna come back this week it's gonna happen. is he really that's the news I, it's, it's possible yeah yeah the question is, if he comes back, though, is he going to be getting full workload, knowing that the know. hamstring is going to be pretty tender? I'd rather him sit another week and then not get hurt again. But yeah. we'll see. For the actual game, I mean, Mike Titan got hurt. Gaskin sucked balls. Everybody sucked on my team. Yeah. And uh, Luis had a nice response from Allen and Knox, the quarterback tight end combo. Paid off. Uh, yeah, Knox caught two touchdowns. It's doing pretty good. <sighs> That's enough of this game. Fuck this game. I'm go on to the next week. Next game. Marlin versus Miguel. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. be couldn't be Marlin back to back, huh, buddy? Yeah. All right. So yeah, Marlin beat me this week. He had home field advantage. I had home field advantage last week, and that was it. Cooper Cup sucked balls this week. Mike Williams sucked balls this week. My number one and my number two receiver just didn't pay off. They weren't going to keep blowing up every week for you. so. No, I was expecting them to. Somebody's got to get 1,800 yards. <laughs> yeah, there there goes the, the undefeated chances for Miguel. That's it. First loss. I'm a little bitter. It's okay, though. Uh, we didn't go over that for Luis, but that was Luis's first win against me as well. So no more... Oh, and teams. Or... All right. So we have no more winless teams and no more undefeated teams. Uh, yeah, Marlin had a bunch of people go off with him. Taylor finally got a touchdown. Marquise Brown had a good game. Marquise Brown's continuing to do. Yeah, so, I mean, he had, like, a touchdown in, like, every position. I think Taylor got one. Antonio Gibson got one. I want to say his tight end got one, too. I can't remember who his tight end was. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Okay, so what is two other his two running backs, two receivers got touchdowns. And... That's gonna do it for you right there. Mm-hmm. I think Dak had four too. Who? I think Dak had like four passing touchdowns or something. Oh yeah. Right? He did. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Not that much yards, but like just passing to the tight ends for days. Yeah, it's sixteen points just off of touchdowns alone. I don't think he had a pick either. So good game for him. Good game. Good job, Marlon. Denise came out on top on this one. Her running backs popped off. Saquon finally had his big breakout game. The Quan 
is in the building. I think he's finally getting back to full strength, and we're going to see more of those games. Full um, strength. Full the Giants' strength. offense is actually not bad. Like, Williams, not Williams, fucking Danny Dimes. It is, Danny Dimes. Yeah, he's actually been pretty good. He's bossing, yeah. I think he's, like, top six mm-hmm. in, as a QB. He is. He's, he's running the ball, throwing for 400 run? yards. Yeah. yeah, so. And he runs, too, yeah. And 400 yards, some of those passing yards are going to go to the Quan. So, good stuff. And Najee's just doing Najee things. Just getting all the carries because Big Ben sucks and he can't throw the ball past three yards. Yep. Runs a lot and catches a bunch of checkdowns. He missed Juju two touchdown passes. Yeah, Steve struggles. They suck. But on the side of the match, uh, Javel, he had Derrick Henry do a lot. Had a typical Derrick Henry game, 25 points. Ran all over the Jets. but That's what we said, right? In the last yeah. week's recap, we were like, Derrick Henry's going to go back to us. Middle 20 points. Sub-middle 20-ish points. That's exactly what he got. We nailed that one. Fucking gurus. One out of ten, baby. (laughs) Should keep track of that, huh? But the rest of the team sucked. Cole Beasley didn't do anything in in that game versus Houston. Adam doesn't want to throw in the ball. He's afraid he's going to get corona. He's not vaccinated. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. He's uh, 100% against the vaccination. Yeah, he is. Uh, What are you going to do? I think he's... He's doing the right thing then. Don't give him the ball. Fuck it. We nothing else exciting happened here. So we're going to go on to the next match. We had Jason versus Emerson. And Jason took home the win. Well, he's got What's 76 that? points from two players. Yeah, it was the Tyree Kill the game. The one, the one every three or four games that he has. Where he catches 150 yards and at least two touchdowns. It's... Yeah. It's crazy how that happens. We were talking about it in last week's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Really talked about it last week. Yeah. yeah. Big game, shitty game, shitty game, big game, somewhat decent game, shitty game, big game. That's just, that's what yeah. he does. That's what he does. You're right. Yeah. Debo Samuel, though. Debo also, yeah. Well, we got the injury to Jimmy G. I don't know how long he's going to be out, did they say? I don't know. They were talking about him playing, but I think he might have been already rolled out for this week. Good. Good. Let fucking Trey Lance take over and get the starting position. Yeah, I think they have a, their bye week, week six, so it would make sense for them not even to worry about playing Garoppolo anyway. Yeah, might as well rest them. Yeah, they want yeah. to come back fully healthy. Well, they, well, they'll see. They have, a, they have a big matchup against Arizona this week. And if Trey Lance proves himself, who knows? They're going to be like, all right, cool. Let's just keep on. Let's keep on keeping on with him. Yeah. Maybe they could try to trade Garoppolo to someone. Down the line. Who needs a quarterback? Houston. Houston? He, there you go. Houston. <laughs> Hit him up. Making moves for teams now, not just fantasy teams. All uh, right. Next next matchup, George. You're not a you're no GM. Get out of here. <laughs> not, not even gonna go over Everson's team or at all or anything. No. Uh no. He lost. Right, <laughs> you suck, Emerson. Next matchup. <laughs> next matchup is our top scorer. <laughs> Abraham stomping on Victor. Victor faced top score back-to-back weeks. Two tough losses there, buddy. Tough losses indeed, but nobody cares. Nobody, no, not nobody cares. Nobody feels bad for Victor now. They nobody want him to lose. Bad for him, Victor ever. They want him to lose. They want him to drop this third one coming up. Keep on the losing spiral. Hopefully he goes 
two and twelve? No. Two and twelve for the regular season. Yeah, for the regular season, then just in the fucking shit bowl. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> two more losses after that and give somebody them, uh... took a rookie tight end in round four. Oh, he's gonna be so good. <laughs> gonna name my team after him. Uh for him. What's what Cordell Patterson, man? Cordell Patterson, yep. He's insane. Just Yeah. Did Ham even pay for him? Didn't he just pick him up as a free agent? I think, yeah, I think he just picked him up. That's awesome. Sixty-four dollars cheaper than uh Chubba Hubbard. <laughs> Chubba Bubba. Chubba Bubba baby. I'm not changing Chubba my name. Bubba. It's be my name for the rest of the year. Chubba sixty-four. Oh, when I go above <laughs> that sixty-four threshold. <laughs> Just right below. So right the highest one. Yeah. yeah. It's good. All right, on to the game of the week. Alex beats Brian. Alex had a Bills defense scoring 23 points, shutting out the Texans. Fucking gross. Texans suck. That's their back-to-back shutouts. They shut out Miami, then they shut out the Texans. I don't think they're going to shut out the Chiefs, though. That's, I'm going to go and put that on record right Let's now. Go to, go to Vegas, put like 10 bucks on that. <laughs> What's that going to be? I don't know. Probably like a couple grand. 200 to 1 odds or some shit. Chase Edmonds had a big day getting some garbage time. Was it garbage time? He was uh, carrying the ball, keeping the lead intact for, for Arizona. Because they went up big. They went a bit big early. So he mm-hmm. was eating clock, getting carries. So yeah, it's a good game. And good game. Brian's Miles Sanders is just not paying off. They don't I run don't the ball know. there. They get like five attempts per running back, and they have like five running backs in the backfield, and like each one gets two attempts, and that's it. They're done. Yeah, they're a pass-first team. Yeah. And Sanders isn't a great pass catcher, so they don't throw him the ball. They don't. They don't. Uh, Hilaire had a good game. He had 100 yards on the ground. And I think his touchdown came through the air, though, like a little dink, dink and dunk, little screen play yeah, or something like that. Yeah, a little like shovel pass at him. little shovel place. There he goes. Big weak spot, right? Running back two, and then... Kelsey didn't have a big game. If Kelsey does what he normally does, and he easily wins his game. It was a Tyreek Hill show, man. Yep. Okay. So, plus there, buddy. Next For segment. Brian. Free agents, top targets. Williams. Cool. Williams. Williams, Williams, Done. Williams. $63. Williams. We just $63. talked about him. <laughs> There's nobody really else, huh? There's nobody. Nah, no nobody. receiver. Nobody big. Um, I, like I kind of like that tight end, Conklin. I don't know. He might be a nice pickup for Conklin. For who? Conklin. I don't know. For anybody yeah. who needs a tight end, not named Kelsey or Waller. Like I need a tight end. I'll pick him up. I probably won't pick him up. I have Zertz and that other guy, Schultz. Zach Ertz, the guy who has thirty percent snap share with Goddard. He's going to take the job back. It's going to happen. Because only have Devontae Smith or Deontay yeah. Smith. They got Jalen Rager. I think he was the first round last year. Yeah. He was the first round pick last year. Yeah. Mr. Drops the Ball all the time. Is that the guy? Was that, 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 is that his official name now? Drop the Ball Rager. Lay Rager. <laughs> I mean, he's not doing anything. Like, what, what's he doing? He's not doing anything. I just noticed yeah. that. I mean, I think if you have Deontay Smith, though, there's a stat that came out of him that he has, like, the second most air yards. They just haven't been connected yet. So. Yeah, he's, he's good. He gets, like, good separation. He's really quick. Yeah, well, what you going to do? We're going to move on to our next segment. It is our check-in with the Dallas Receiving Corps, Amari VCD. 
Cooper had an all right day, 14 points, baby. And Lamb sucked it up with 2.3 points. He got like nine points out of one fucking catch because he got the touchdown. Garbage. CeeDee Lamb can suck a dick. CeeDee Lamb only got two points, right? Can't get open to save his life right now. What's going on? What's going on? You'll get 40 points. Wait, am I playing against CeeDee Lamb? Let me double check before I make announcements. (laughs) (laughs) Is my announcement going to backfire on me? Because obviously you say here's going to happen. No, I'm not playing CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, he's going to drop 40 points. We'll be fine. 40 points. Seed Lamb. There you go. It's going to be fine. Cooper's leading by 11 points for the year. Lead 11 like, points. That's just a Mari Cooper injury away from me taking over. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm worried about because he's banged the fuck up. Rape injuries. And what, what did he get last week? Like Dude. a hamstring or something like that. Oh, yeah. Pulled a hammy. So he's still playing. Hopefully he stays playing for the rest of the year. It's okay, though, because. If Cooper does win, I'll just use the money from my winnings of the Spy <laughs> McCallion, so it's be fine. It's gonna soften the blow because you're gonna be the champ. Soften the blow. Yep. It's it's a pretty good secondary prize right there. Championship. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Next week's matchups or this week's matchups. We got George versus Abraham. Abraham coming up strong. Top score. Can it repeat? We don't know. Cordial Patterson needs to have a nice game again. Justin Jefferson needs to have a nice game against Detroit. Those are the two better matchups that we have for George. Justin Jefferson versus Detroit and Cordo versus the Jets. Because the Jets still suck, regardless if they're, they won. They beat, a, they beat a team that didn't have their number one and their number two receiver. So, so don't jump on the Jets' bandwagon is what you're saying right now? That's exactly what I'm saying. Victor, okay. drop Cardo. Car- <laughs> Cardo. What's his name? Carter? Michael Carter. The Quan should have a decent game. Especially with Danny Dimes throwing 400 yards <clears throat> against, uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game too. Yeah, I agree. That, that they should be trading touchdowns back and forth. Yeah, because the Giants' defense isn't very good. And what's the over/under on this one? Was it like 49? No idea. Probably a lot. Danny Dimes is going to have to to keep pace with that offense, all right? So they're going to have to throw for sure. All right. Yeah, we have Ramsey on Metcalf. I think, you know, if they're going to they're gonna need a throw for sure to keep up with, with Stafford. I mean, because they throw a lot. They got receivers, so they're going to have, they're gonna have if they want to be in that game, they're going to have to. Big Carroll's going to have to let some ball. Otherwise, they're going to get blown. Russell's going to cook, and Lockett's going to get fed. Cincinnati is, uh, they're actually 3-1 and one right now, which is very surprising. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be a good matchup because they're three and one, and there's you know there's a pretty good amount of hype behind them this year, and you know especially with getting you know Jamar Chase and having him you know play with Joe Burrow and that LSU connection. So you know they have like a lot of offensive firepower, and their defense is you know shown up pretty well. I know they got they didn't they didn't do as well as I thought they would last week against the Jaguars, but they ended up you know at least you know coming back and and, and winning that game. So. It was, there's definitely some, some, I think, some good hype between this matchup because, you know, Burrow's, you know, I think other than that, that really bad game he had against the Bears, we threw like what I think it was three picks on three straight drives. And yeah. He's been pretty, he's been pretty solid outside of that. So I think it's there's some good chance for points, and I know that um, I think that their starting corner for the for the Packers, I know he's injured. I don't know how bad it is, but at least he's for like a couple of weeks. 
So that would lead me to believe that there's going to be like a lot of scoring with the wide receivers. Yeah, Jair is out. Yeah. Jair Alexander, the boo boo, his shoulder. So we so expect high score game. And we know that when Green Bay throws the ball, Devontae Adams gets the catches. What is his target share? Like like 50%? More than 50%? It's ridiculous. Nah. Some crazy number, but yeah, he just... He just fo- Rogers just focuses on him like all the time. So, fireworks in Cincinnati. That's what we're expecting. Yeah, I think so. We're going to move on to our final segment. H amount of questions, and I'll go over them with you right now. Yeah, so sure. it's your first year in the league. How do you feel about this league, man? Is it any different from any other leagues you've been? Obviously, we do the draft a little different. We have a pretty good punishment in regards to the loser. How how are you feeling right now in regards to the league? Um, yeah, I, I mean, so far I like it. The draft is really really unique, and it's, it's it was really fun. So, you know, I think you know one of the things that um, I like most about the league is so far as yeah is you know the draft and the fact that you guys have a podcast is pretty pretty awesome. Um, it's something that I had wanted to do um, in one of the other leagues uh, that I'm that I'm in, and I don't have the uh, I don't have the at, at least at this moment I have, you know, three small kids from time to time to be <laughs> to be organized and to be able to do it. So it's not something that I've been able to do, but I've always wanted to do it. So the fact that you guys do it is pretty cool because it's something that I always wanted to do. So it's it's pretty sweet that you know this is a part of a part of your league. Again, the draft is pretty cool. So far, the league is good. I think most of the leagues that I've been in have been ten team leagues, so twelve teams are a lot harder, which I like. It's you know um, I don't like I don't like I don't like my I don't like the experience to be too easy or anything like that. Um, I have I'm pretty I'm pretty addicted to playing fantasy football. So you know if it's a little more challenging, it it, it kind of works out for me because I kind of, it's a fair amount. Of trying to know know what i'm doing so so yeah so far it's cool i like it i have any complaints about it you know awesome we have a couple special rules in play too like the 1 p.m pickup that was just put in for for victor because he was up at (laughs) three in the morning getting fucking players it's a good it's it's a good rule because you know actually in in the other league i'm in with a bunch of guys that a couple guys i know from high school from college they have that same complaint about about me and uh, one other guy because um, you know those of us who have kids. So like when my kids were really little, I could get them to you know to help feed and stuff. And so I'd be like, oh, well, I'm already going to be up. I'm just going to stay up till till midnight every night. That you know that the waivers running. So I would be making moves and people would, be, would complain about it. Like oh well, you know you're up anyway, so you know it's not fair. So yeah, it's a, it's a good rule. It makes sense actually. <laughs> It's a little, it's a little unfair for like people who have to be up. So like by default you're already up. So it's like, well, you know, already up, and it's like eleven fifty. What's another ten or eleven minutes, and then you can kind of coach players and stuff. So no, I get it. It's it's a pretty unique rule, and it's pretty cool. It adds an element of strategy too, which is nice. Yeah, and a fairness to who is at one o'clock because usually people are in if they're at work, have their lunch break or something around this time, so they'll be able to get on their phone and try to get that player that they need. Um, how do you feel about the buy-in? I think it's priced reasonably. We, we started off at 25, I believe, right? Yeah. Our first 20, year. 20 and then or 25. We, 20 or 25. And then we just kept adding to it and adding to it. And 
we're at 150 right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to me, to me, it's fine. Um, you know, I think it would be uh, like a, on a, a personal basis for each individual. Because, you know, I don't know if 150 might be, be more to some people than other people. To me, it's, I mean, to me, it's fine. I like it. I mean, it, it also obviously adds like a pretty nice amount for the, for the high score for the week. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, it kind of, it distributes, distributes the, um, the money a little more evenly. And I think when you do that, right, it keeps the league competitive throughout the entire, entire time. Say, like teams that are, you know, losing interest or tanking. And if you have the chance, even if let's just say, your record's not great, but you still, you know, there's some incentive to like still try to field a really good lineup in Rome, not only for the sake of winning, but, you know, obviously, you know, getting 40 for high scoring is, is pretty good because, you know, most of the leagues that I've been in, the buy-in is like 50. So that's basically your buy-in right there. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. There's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, think of, we, I think it's pretty good. We put in the 150, I think, too, was because, like, if people just buy in for 25, they'll just be like, all right, let me just be in the league and, if I'm starting to lose, like who gives a shit? It's only twenty five dollars, yeah. but we we want to make this league competitive, you know. Not like people just giving out after week five or week six when they're eliminated, or not eliminated, but like you know they're they've been having some rough weeks and stuff like that. So just to kind of keep making acquisitions, keep trying to get back in the playoff run and everything like that. And not only that, just not to lose either, because we have a pretty good punishment in regards to yeah, yeah. You have to host next year's next year's draft, pay for the booze and the food, and on top of that, you got to get a tally mark on your on your skin wherever you want. <laughs> wherever you want. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's I like it. There's a lot of there's a lot of incentive. It keeps people invested, which is kind of probably my favorite thing about playing fantasy football. Anyways, like not necessarily winning money or anything like that, which is always nice when you do. But you know, it's not like life changing money, right? But, enough to keep you invested and then just kind of keeps you connected with all your friends and stuff like that. So that's my favorite part. That's my favorite part of it. And then the punishment is, so I, I, so I think last year, I guess, well, we'll just, we just call him Pam, right? So Pam was telling me about, about the league and. Sorry. Sorry. um, We call him Abraham in this podcast. Oh, okay. Mr. Mr. Abraham. Like (laughs) I try to get my kids to call him Abraham, but they don't always listen. But yeah, he had mentioned, he had mentioned the league to me and I was like, Oh, I was pretty interested last year. And um, I think, you know, you guys had found somebody else um, to join, but I had told him, you know, I was willing to join last year if you guys, you know, needed somebody. And then he told me about the punishment. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a real punishment, which is, you know, an extra incentive as well to, to not lose. But um, it's not like, a, to me, it's not a deterrent at all. It's actually just really makes makes the league that much more um, competitive and that much more interesting too, you know. I like the, I like the idea of some kind of punishment if, if for, for being last. It's keeps everybody on their toes so Are you, yeah. showing us your tally what was that that's where you got it your mic cut out buddy i was muted sorry <laughs> uh yeah i lost one year and i got my tally marked on my wrist we're not gonna talk about the trade i made that made me lose that year so it's just i don't even remember what the trade is so now you got to bring it up uh, no, no i think the marco murray was involved and agent peterson <laughs> with this kid so let's not talk about that <laughs> i remember <laughs> what happened yeah. So uh, moving on, next next question. Let's not dwell on the past. All right, ask everybody this question. All the guests coming in here, uh, is your preparation for the draft. Like, what, what what do you do? Like, are you podcasting, mock drafts? Like, what's your preparation? So, yeah. So I do. I start. I so I have like a I hear what I do 
starting in like April. So Shit. normally, well, so in April, like I, what I first do is just, I kind of look at the, I look at the draft, right? So it's when, you know, the NFL draft happens, you kind of get a sense of, you know, you know, what team picked which rookie, what round they went in. Right? And then from there, you kind of get a sense of, okay, well, this guy might be involved. And you kind of make notes of that. So normally I do that. And then I don't do anything again until after 4th of July. And then, then, so around um, 4th of July, I kind of start um, reading stuff here and there. And then um, I start doing a lot of um, mock drafting in July. And then after that, um, I do a lot of seeing and, and reading. So there's a couple different, um, there's a couple different um, podcasts and um, analysts that I like. So I kind of look at their material. And then um, I kind of go through, you know, their different stuff. And then I kind of formulate my opinions on who I like. And then I just kind of go from there. So I kind of stay on top of it. I kind of grind away um, throughout the entire time. And then I take a break after, you know, after the season's over. And I try not to touch it again until, honestly, until July, minus the uh, minus the NFL draft. Because that I usually try to watch and just kind of get some preliminary ideas. So... Yeah, I start. I do start pretty when I do like a ton of mark mark reps and like, you know, ten team format, twelve team format, just just to see what other people are doing. So, yeah. So there's there's not like a lot of um, a lot about players that I don't know. So I pretty much know a lot about a lot of the players that I like. I draft and stuff. So, um, yeah, I start pretty. I start pretty early and aggressively. So it's good to hear. Good to hear. Adding yeah. another player that knows what they're doing. Good to have. All right. So moving, going back towards the draft here, is there a player here that now we're in week five that you wanted on the board, but then somebody else swooped in on him and you're just like, oh, that sucked. But then now knowing that their productive or the productivity isn't what you thought it was going to be in the beginning of the draft. It's not shitty. Is there a player that that happened to you in this year's draft? I don't know if I worded that question right. Yeah, no, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm trying to see. <laughs> you're all over the place, buddy, but he yeah. got the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I, I don't know. That, well, actually, yeah, I would say so somebody I really wanted, and I wouldn't say that they're um, – maybe they're not performing to what I thought they would be, um, is I actually really wanted to get Trey Sermon. So there's a couple guys that I, so he was, I was targeting him and I wanted to get him and I didn't get him. And I was like, damn. But, um, you know, obviously when, uh, you know, when he was a healthy scratch and they had, you know, Elijah Mitchell come in and then I know he got injured, but just the fact that, you know, I, I thought, you know, given the fact that most got, you know, got injured and ended up going on, on the season, that that would have just meant, okay, well, this is what exactly what I expected to happen right, that most of would get injured at some point and then Sermon would come in and he would just smash, essentially, which he, he hasn't. He had a pretty good, you know, I think he had, like, what, 89 yards last week on, like, 18 carries, so not bad. If I had been playing him, minus last week, he hasn't really done a whole lot, and he, and he got lucky with the touchdown the week before. But I think it would probably be that player. But it's yet to be determined, right? I mean, I don't know what Mitchell's role will be, you know, when he comes back and how they're going to split it and, you know, if Trey Lance plays and there, you know, he opens up some more lanes with his with the threat of his running, how that affects um, Sermon. But so far, like, yeah, it would have been it would have been kind of a headache to have had him. So mm-hmm. I definitely wanted him. I was looking like I had I had him 
lined up, and I was like, I wanted to get him, and it just didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah, I think uh, I think Sermon was on a lot of people's uh, draft board this year because of that fact that you just said that um, uh, Mostert was going to get hurt. He's always just hurt. Like, he misses weeks because of the knee, because of this. Not necessarily entire seasons, but obviously he's missing the entire season this year, but he's usually hurt. Sermon would have taken over, and he would have proven himself taking the starting role. But just didn't happen. So Not the case, yeah. yeah. Um, opposite question um, for this next one here. Um, who, who do you think uh, you got at a, at a value in this year's draft? Uh, definitely Debo Samuel has to be the guy. So I knew, um, you know, so last year um, in my other league, I had um, I picked up by Uke, and he kind of was, you know, kind of broke out of nowhere. Right? He had kind of a slow start to the season, and then Diva got injured, and he had like a stretch where he was like super, super productive and good. Um, and so I knew that, you know, I think Ayuk was ranked a lot higher pretty consistently across like across the board between different, you know, what, between different websites. And so like, I had I had been looking at Debo. I was like, well, you know what? If I don't get I, you know, I'd love to get Debo Samuel just because of you know that offense, right? That Shanahan offense. And so when I got him, I was like, right, cool. You know, I was like, this could be, you know, he could be, you know, he could be a, a, a decent value. But obviously, he's ended up being like really, really good. I think he's like, I don't know if he's like wide receiver three or four or something like that on the season. I think he might be, I think he might be the leader in receiving yards. I mean, right now. In terms he's of fantasy, he might be like three right important. now for our league. So obviously, he was a steal because right now my the running backs I have right there, you know, like I don't really have a running back. Team. I kind of take my chances on on who I have, and Swift has been has been okay of basically every other week production. But between you know the between Bill and Adams and Debo, you know that's kind of what's made a huge difference in my team. So for sure, I think Debo was a super steal in the draft. Yep, yep, I agree there. That's yeah, crazy Yeah, Debo's really, really good. And you got him, what, like in the ninth round or something like that? Is that what yeah, he was him? pretty late, yeah. Yeah, so that's good production from a ninth rounder. Stefan Diggs was last year's Debo Samuel, and Debo Samuel is this year's Debo Samuel. So, yeah. Uh, Debo, Debo is uh, on the undraft board for me, or non undraftable, because last year his stupid ass got hurt before the season started and I got him pretty late. I was like, he's going to come back and he's going to blow up. And he never fucking did. So <laughs> I'm just salty at the fact that he did that to me. How dare he? Right. <clears throat> yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, yeah, I felt the same way about him too. He was just like, I think at the point of the draft I got him, it was really late. So I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, if he ends up not being anything, it wouldn't hurt my team too much. But yeah. unfortunately, Virtually, it's been pretty good, which I didn't even expect. All right. Uh, next question here. We have your matchup against the reigning champ. How are you feeling again uh, this week? Going up against the champion of our league. I think, you know, in terms of, you know, like positional advantages, I'd say I think it's the running backs, obviously, are where I'd be most concerned about my team. So I never know. I never know if um, Swift's going to have a big game or not. Like if he's going to get catches or if it's going to be a Jamal Williams goal. So that's always concerning to me. And looking at Victor's team, he has pretty good, most pretty good players across the board. So yeah, he has, he has, he has good receivers. He has, you know, his running backs are good. Obviously, Lamar is good. 
And um, I mean, if Pitts, you know, Pitts could be good. We don't know yet, right? I mean, it's kind of basically in, in Atlanta, it's been all Cordero Patterson. It hasn't even really been huge, like a big year for um, Calvin Ridley either. But I expect, you know, at some point Pitts are turning around. So just given the matchups this week, I think, you know, my wide receivers still have a chance to put up a lot of points, all three of them, right? I, don't, I, I, I think there hasn't been a week where all three guys have had big games. It's been like two of the three or one of the three. So I think, you know, Devontae probably has a pretty big week. I think there's probably going to be some points in the, um, the San Francisco-Arizona game. And then I think Hill's going to – he's not going to have a game like last week. But I think he has a chance for a touchdown, you know, maybe like 80 yards or something like that. If I'm lucky, 100, because there's probably going to be a lot of back and forth. So I think, I think it actually be pretty, should be pretty close. I don't necessarily know if I'm if I'm favorite. Um, I know right you now are. it says the, it, the probability says I am. But I think now even, there's no pro, there's no protection. Jason, I think I think you're being way too humble right now because you're new to the league and you don't know Victor. But it's okay to say Victor, I'm gonna beat your ass this week. Okay, you can say that. <laughs> We're gonna say what you're thinking, Victor. Trash, you're gonna get stomped this week. Right, well, I, 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 I'll just say you're going down, Victor. People like going that, down. You know, maybe you know, maybe next year, um, you know, when I know everyone better, then I could say that right now. I don't want to yeah. step out of my lane right now. You know? <laughs> All right, and this is a question I ask everybody as well. Do you have any financial advice for our listeners? Ooh, so cool. Uh, yeah, sure. So I, I uh, <laughs> so I'm not really great with money. So be better with money, but um, so now that I have like kids and I'm a, I'm I'm a little older, I'm closer to the forty side than the thirty side. Um, I uh, I I do you know I do have money. I do have some of my check at work go into a retirement account, and then I also put some of my money into uh, an investment account. So like a four fifty seven, which is like the public sector version of a four hundred one k. So I do that every month, and then. You know, depending on what your job is, right? If you have, if you have kids, or even if you don't have kids, um, I have I put money into my flexible spending account so that I can use it for like medical expenses, for like you know trips to the doctor, to the dentist, to get glasses and stuff like that. And the benefit of that is it's money that you would normally pay when you go, you know, to pay for you know your doctor visits and your glasses and whatnot. But if you put it on like in a, into a flexible spending account, if it does that, it's 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 pre-taxable, so it'll lower your it'll lower your taxable income, which in turn, depending on where you're at, where you're at in the income back, it can push you below, which could also affect your taxes and give you more money back or less, less taxes taken out. So that's what I would say. <laughs> awesome Next advice. Spending account. I like it. All right. Final question here. Um, I mean, our 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 league in general doesn't have a lot of trades. So there was a trade, I think, last or earlier this week. I can't remember what the trade was. I don't know. It was yeah, this last week. It was uh, AJ, AJ Green, right, for um, Sony Michelle. I saw that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the one. So that was the trade. Only trade, and we're week five. The, what the, the trade deadline is, what, week 10? What's the Something trade deadline? like that. Let's see here. I can tell you in a moment. It's December 10th. Okay. So that gives so, us... Oh, nice. Like week 10 or something. Yeah, oh, we tend to no. it's like the last week of fucking 
should probably rein that in so far. <laughs> anyway, uh, any trade targets you're looking for? Maybe getting some more depth on your running back position or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, for sure I am. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know anybody specifically, but yeah, I'm definitely looking at probably uh, like a, a startable running back to fill in my second spot. So I'll probably be looking at people's teams and just seeing if people are interested in um, either like Debo or Devante or something like that. I need somebody because right now I can't let me see Tyson Williams even a thing. Um, I don't know if Elijah Mitchell will be a thing or not. And so, and I can't rely on kind of game on this. Um, <laughs> Miles Sanders gets injured. So um, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely looking for running back. We're going to be going into the bye weeks pretty soon. Is bye week starting this week or week five now that the, it's, the I think league got the, I think week six is for the Niners, and I don't know what other teams, but I know the Niners have week six as their bye. I think that's the first set of byes. Week six. Week six. It's week six. Week six. Yeah. Okay, it used to be week four, so everybody got pushed back two weeks now because of the extended. Extended season. All right. Yeah, when bye starts hitting and running depth, running back depth, wide receiver depth is – that's going to be the issue there for everybody, yeah. not just, not just yeah, you, for sure. everybody. The entire league's looking for running back two. Only a few teams have, like, two reliable starters. I had three. Stupid Montgomery. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be looking and seeing if anybody's interested in trading for a receiver. So I think at least normally I, 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 I wouldn't have wanted to trade, like, a Debo or a Devontae or anything, but I think now that I know that... Uh, Fields is going to be the starter. I think I can at least I can roll out um, Mooney in the flex spot and feel like he should be decent and should have killed my team. So feel good about that pick, actually. There you go. Anybody looking for wide receivers, hit up Jason with the running back. I mean, if you're if he's offering Debo or Devontae, it's not just going to be a running back. He's there's going to be like a running back receiver combo going in for those players. Can't just be. I'll I'll give you a Chubba there. <laughs> Devontae Adams. See, this is why nobody takes trading in this fucking league seriously because people offer that stupid ass shit. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I trade with you know I consider value and you know possible production and stuff. So you know, like I wouldn't necessarily in in all circumstances expect like two two for one or anything. So like if I was trading Diva, I'd expect a decent running back. You know, it's also you know I also understand that I'm kind of weaker at that position. So. Yeah, I also I'm I, I'm I'm decently confident in winning, so it at least gives me a little more a higher level of comfort in terms of training. Eagles not necessarily getting like you know a two for one or anything like that. Just something equivalent would be would be fun. So so yeah, that's all I got to say about that one. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. My all right, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a good reference. <laughs> all right. Anything else we want to add for Jason? I think uh, I asked all the questions I needed to ask. I have help. Jason, anything you want to add before we sign off? Uh, just uh, thanks for letting me join. You know, it's been, it's been fun so far. And, you know, hopefully you guys let me stay. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm, if, let's just say if I, if I did get come in last, that I'll get the tattoo and, you know, do what you got to do. And that, that's not going to scare me away. So. That's that the only way you get kicked out of this league if if you don't get the tattoo. Get the tattoo, and or maybe you could your... just not pay in the one fifty. The two ways to get kicked out of the league. Yeah. 
don't pay in the, and don't get your tattoo. Like, you, might have to put in a, you might have to put in a rule for Brian. Like, he has to fucking... Not suck. Not not that, <laughs> I'm saying. Like, he has to be in the draft. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. present. If you miss more than three drafts, you're automatically kicked <laughs> out of the league. <laughs> Something like that, you know? That's it. All right, guys. That's this week's podcast. As always, remember to set your lineups before Thursday's games, and good luck. Say bye, guys. Bye, guys. Finger guns. Mm, all right. Mm, mm.